Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster. He putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation. We running the town. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Welcome to the Profanity Nation. We are the voice of the professional fan. Yes, Thank sir. you. We are here every Sunday night, and we are here with our boy Money Mike. How you doing, Money? Man, I'm making it. I'm making it. I'm good. I'm good. Let's do it. Let's hustling, do it. hustling. And Let's our go. boy Step Pat, hey, how you feeling today? We in this bitch. Let's go, baby. Let's go, like a nation. I'm excited. Let's, Let's get do it. it going. Let's get it going. Guys, we have a great show tonight. We actually have, of course, we have Marco with the five-minute wrap-up, uh, but tonight we have a very special guest. This is somebody we met in uh, the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room and clubhouse, and she's just amazing. Official sponsor. Official sponsors. And <laughs> let them know. Official podcast of the right. Los Angeles Lakers fan club and clubhouse. Absolutely. So with no further ado, let's get right to it. Let's introduce Allison, and then we're going to bring Marco on. Allison, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I'm so stoked to be here. Oh, hey. man, I'm, I'm excited to have yeah, you. Yeah, we're excited. So excited. Yeah. We have tons of questions for you. Uh, but as you know, with the show, we always get started with Marco Nunez and the five-minute injury wrap-up. So we're going to go ahead and bring Marco in. And if you have any questions, which I'm sure you do, you can go ahead and ask Marco. Okay, let's get him in here. Hey, Marco, how you doing? Hey, Marco. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Right, Good. Good. How are you? Good. All right. What do you got for us today? <laughs> Let us know. Well, uh, good news. I guess AD's back. Uh, he yes. looks pretty good on the court, and I know they're progressing his minutes, or they're upping his minutes as he's coming along, and eventually the goal is to kind of ease him up in there and have him full 100%, no minute restrictions within a week or so, if not at least minimum by the time the playoffs come come, come around. Um, let me ask you about that. Let me, let me ask you about AD real quick. <laughs> uh -oh. So I, look, I, I was happy AD was able to get back on the court. I mean, that was like awesome. Uh -huh. Why did they just only do the first half? Is there a reason for that? Like, I think that they should have did like, you know, five minutes and then 10 minutes in the second half. So we have a chance to win the game. Like, you know, maybe put them <laughs> well, in, in the fourth quarter or something. Right. Like, <laughs> what, are we doing? what are we doing here? I'm sorry. I'm just playing coach a little bit. No, no, no. no. You're, you're right. You know, well, so here's the thing about this, especially on an athlete that's coming back, being out for almost like eight. I think he was out for eight weeks. Okay. So before the game, players come in early, early enough, and then we do what's called an activation. We warm them up. They do myofascial release. They go through this whole entire routine. It probably takes a good hour and a half before they kind of play the game. They get on the court and do the warm-up stuff like that. So once a player sits down and he cools down, you have to take the same amount of time to try to kind of get them back to that area. Otherwise, you, his risk of injury becomes a lot higher. Now, at halftime, you only have, what, maybe 10, 12 minutes. Is that enough time to get him warmed up, get him activated again, just like you did before the game? Most likely not. You can do it, especially down the road once he's kind of back. But right now, this first game back, you're just putting him at a high risk of injury. Is he going to get hurt? You don't know. The odds are small, but it's there. So at that point, you're like, you know what? There's no, we're not going to risk it. You just came back. Let's just shut you down. And next game, we'll, uh, we'll slowly up you up. Okay, cool. But couldn't we have, like, warmed them up the whole first half? You know what I mean? That's like, you know, that, that's like that's a good 45 minutes, you know, first half, and then just have them run out of the second half and kill them be ready. And we need to win some games, man. What can we do to make this happen? As he's coming back, it, it, it comes down to the risk-reward. And and I get, you know, Laker fans want to win games, stuff like that, but it's, at the end of the day, it's a risk-reward. Is the risk yeah. higher than the reward? And at that point right now, the risk was 
was a lot higher than the reward. The reward obviously is winning the game, but the risk is putting him at a risk of, of reaggravating it, and then you lose him for another week, or you may lose him for the rest of the year, and then that's yeah. it. And that's what you don't want. All right, cool. Allison, did you have any questions? <laughs> I mean, do you know of any rules, Marco, that requires Frank Vogel to tell opponents before the game exactly what he's going to do with AD? <laughs> <laughs> no, there, is, there is no rule. I, I know every sport, every sport's a little bit different as far as how you report the injuries. I know like hockey, you just report the body part and that's it. Um, NFL, then you've got different coaches. Uh, what's the, the, the gentleman up in New England just puts everybody into questionable. The whole team is like questionable before the game, so nobody <laughs> knows what the heck's going correct. on. Um, and then you have other coaches that are more re- revealing type of things. So it, it just varies. But there's there's no rule. There's no no nothing of that sort. I have a question for you really quick. This is not Laker related, but we were yep. talking about this earlier. Um, well, how do we give credit or what do we give credit to for the quick healing of LaMelo Ball and his wrist, which was uh, he was supposedly out for the season. Now he's back in seven to ten days, apparently. Yeah, so you know when it comes to the to the injuries, you can do one or two things when you have a fracture. You can either put it in a cast and then kind of see what happens, and and you know you you it takes anywhere between four to six. Now the scaphoid bone where he had fractured, there's very poor blood supply, so he would have probably been out for a long longer period of time, eight weeks, if they would have done anything. But nowadays they do surgical procedures on there where they put a screw or they put a pin, and that pretty much makes that bone pretty solid and in place, and it's actually probably more durable, stronger than the other bones. Um, I remember when we had uh, when I was there, we had. Um, um, uh, what's the, the the young kid now? Point guard. Uh, he's with the Clippers. He used to be with Boston. Um, uh, Rondo. Uh, Roger Rondo. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. But he had he had a ligament issue. Uh, they did surgery. He came back, I think, in in five weeks. Um, Larry Nance had the same issue down there. He came yeah. back, I believe, in in four weeks. Um, uh, there was uh, Josh Hart had the same thing. He came back in about four or five weeks. So coming back, at least returning to activity, so to speak, in about four weeks, four to five weeks after surgery nowadays is is somewhat common, or at least it's not surprising, so to speak. Now he hasn't returned to play yet. You know, obviously he has going to need some time to kind of start playing. But as far as returning to the team and, and returning to activities, four weeks around that time. It, it's it's not surprising, put it that way. It's not it's not like you know if you would have said two weeks, I'm like okay, wait a minute, that's a little too quick. Four mm-hmm. weeks, mm, it's 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 within that that ballpark range. So was it just that they went, um, they just over uh, estimated to be safe when they were saying out for the season, or? You know, a, a lot of times when, when it comes to injuries with athletes, you always want to overestimate. And, you know, nowadays the, the word indefinitely comes out and indefinitely means, you know what, we don't want to put a timeline because we're not sure exactly and we don't want to put any pressure on the team. We don't want to put any pressure on the athlete or stuff like that. Um, as they get closer, then you can start kind of narrowing it down. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about, because how bad is a hamstring to be out indefinitely? You know, uh, that, that was James Harden. Harden. They had James Harden. They said they don't think he's going to even come back for the playoffs. That's what we're talking right. about. It's the hamstring. So, exactly. So I don't know where the location of the hamstring also. So whenever you strain a hamstring, it also depends on the location, whether it's closer to the tendon area or it's like kind of mid-belly or lower. That has to do also as far as the timeline when the athlete is going to return it and, and stuff like that. Um, hamstrings are very tough, especially in sports that involve plyometrics or jumping and explosiveness that kind of change change direction. Um, so you got you got to be very careful. So, you know, I think, you know, he had a little bit of a setback. Um, I remember uh, back then with Golden State, they had a center. Also, they had a couple of setbacks. So, you know, they're very tricky, but also the location of where the strain or the tear occurred is also a big consideration. I, I don't think they've reported that. I haven't read anything as far as where it's at. So that that's also a huge um, uh, component of it. Gotcha. And that makes the difference. Um, 
please, Marco, let everyone know how they can keep up with you and keep up with all this great injury report information. Sure. If you guys have any questions regarding injuries or you want to kind of stay up to date, you, can, you guys follow me on Instagram at Marco A. Nunez 17. Or you can also join our the training room on Clubhouse with myself and Dr. Nima Moran every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you so much, awesome. Marco. You have a great week, okay? You as well. Everybody take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Great stuff, right, Allison? Always great info from Marco. We love having him. Um, okay, so AD, they're just working them back in. Exactly what we expected. Just going to take it easy and still priorities, priorities. However, and we're going to get to this soon, losing those two against Dallas meant something. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. I hear your call, money. Yeah, I mean, yeah they tripping. I'm, I'm but, trying to be in a play game. You know? Yeah. No, I'm not even trying to get to succeed either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Right. Not yeah. trying to get there at all. Yeah. So, um, okay, please. Without further ado, I know we, we just barely introduced Alice, but now it's time for her true introduction. Money Mike, please take it over. Oh, it's me? Okay. Yes. Hey, so look, I'm going to tell you all. So I got on Clubhouse, uh, you know, hanging out with all the people and people were talking. And I heard this. I heard Allison. And I was like, wait a minute. I got to look at her profile because she's a beast. She know everything that's going on all around the league. And then I said, well, let me look at her profile. Everybody's profile guy, Laker fan, this, that. I see Howard University president. I see. Um, oh, license. Uh, Impressive. I see uh, youngest. Uh, uh, elected, uh, elected official <laughs> in Washington D.C. Um, I see uh, young on the future list um, mm -hmm. under twenty-five. I see all these. I see nothing about sports at all. <laughs> but she literally is killing the room. Yeah. Like you, you mentioned, you mentioned Dwight Howard. She'll tell you his stats. You mentioned Steph Curry. She say that. <laughs> she says this is what we need to do here. You know, she's no sell. I mean, look for real, for real. I'm not kidding y'all. She is a combination of Doris Burke with a little bit, a little bit of Jamel Hill and with a sprinkle of Hubie Brown. That's what we have right here. Brilliant. That's what we have hey, right here. So I, want, I want to introduce you guys yes. to Allison Carpenter. Yeah. Hello, Allison. How are you? How was that? Well, that's right? too much, man. That's too much. I can't take all that. That was. Those are legends. Those are absolute role models. Thank you, Money Mike. You're too kind. Oh, no, no, you deserve it, man. Mike. For real, I love it when you're on there because you you be checked. See, I was telling, oh, we know, oh, I could tell this story. My wife was telling me not to talk about her today, but look, my wife. <laughs> That's right, she did. She right. actually told me she not told, to bring it. She told her so, it was like on the way. But hang now, on, I'm, hang on. You're muted. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, this is a good story, though. See, this is what I love. So my wife, I played dominoes, but my wife really played dominoes, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is everybody want to invite me for the game. And then I said, no, let my wife play. My wife beat everybody. And I'm the, I'm her biggest cheerleader because they're not expecting my wife to be <laughs> whooping on, on all these gangster dudes. And they, they're losing to a woman. It, it, I love that. that. That's the thing it is. And that's who you are to me. Like, you go out there, you could you could go and have a great conversation. So she's about to go, go ahead and just smash yeah. everybody tonight. Yeah. Right? I, okay. I'm warned <laughs> on the real. On the real. I say, y'all, Alice is coming in on the two weeks, man. We need to go ahead and get our stuff. Yeah, you got to get me worried. And defending LeBron is like my part-time unpaid job. I get on right. right. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> that is hilarious, Allison. Please, uh, let's fill in a little bit about you. We've heard a little bit that money Mike told, but but we'd love to hear. Um, let's start with the sports, since of course we're a sports show. But I'd love to hear about everything because you're you're very well rounded. But um, sports. Did, did
did you grow up a sports fan? Was sports something heavy in your family life? What and what sport? What, what was your love of sports? How did it? How did it uh, get created? Oh yeah, for sure. So I grew up playing basketball. My dad was a basketball player. Uh, you know, Hall of Fame in our in our in our city, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, you know, I played. Uh, I was a guard. Didn't pass the ball. So I, <laughs> Kobe. And my eighth birthday, you see me in a, in a number eight Laker jersey. Uh, love, love Kobe Bryant. Grew up loving the Lakers. Uh, and also, people never realize this or believe it, but I, I started off as a LeBron hater because, like a lot of grown people today, I didn't know how to be both a, a Kobe fan and a, and a Laker fan. Unlike those adults today, I resolved. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Money Mike. Money I'm Mike. Sorry. We got, I, love, I love LeBron. You got somebody just like that. <laughs> I've been able to work that out in my preteens. I see some folks are still struggling with it today as adults, but uh, I, I, I was able to figure that out. Um, I love with LeBron and what he did in my community. You know, I'm from Northeast Ohio. Okay. okay. Basketball, uh, played all the way up until, uh, played sometime uh, intramural in college, and uh, I played 2K professionally in my mind. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? That is great. Okay, so uh, basketball, of course, with love. Any other sports that you followed, or was it pretty much basketball? Or was that just it? Basketball, the only sport. Yeah, that's pretty much me too. Basketball, and yeah, these guys like football. No, I watch football, but no, I'm a basketball fan. Yeah, no, definitely. She says she's from Ohio. I mean. It has to be. It has to be the Cavaliers. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. She's a Laker fan. She says she's a Laker fan. You, well, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. I know she's a Laker fan. When she I'm was young, saying. when she was young, she went. Of course, I'm yeah. just saying. In the state of Ohio, you pretty much you can't be a Browns fan. I mean, oh. Browns fans are pretty much. <laughs> oh, uh oh. oh I'm just saying. I'm hey, just saying. Here don't don't feel attacked. Don't feel attacked because I remember the dogs fan. They used to have like those paper bags in the crowd. I remember that for sure. So you know, hey, I'm just saying. I'm a Raider fan, so I know what hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't let it talk. I'm not a Patriot fan. I'm a Raider fan. So we embrace the pain. We embrace the pain. I tell people like this last season we were doing well. I didn't know how to react. I'm like, what are the Browns doing winning? They have no. <laughs> See, I knew it was going to come out. See, she is a, she is a football fan. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she keeps an eye on it. Oh, I'm sure she's keeping an eye on it. That's for sure. Her hometown. That's a little bit of what the Knicks fans are feeling like right now, right? Yeah, but the Knicks think they should win every year. I mean, like they have like no roster, and they're like, well, we're going to be great again. So this year they just happen to be right. They've been wrong more times than right, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. A blind pig. Even the blind pig gets lucky sometimes, right? Twice a day. Yeah. If you predict an earthquake every day, eventually you're going to get right. You know. <laughs> Very good call. Very good call. Hey, so, you know, look, what do you think about these last two games, especially with, uh, you know, okay, so the Dallas game, the first Dallas game, okay, we lost. The second Dallas game, dude, he didn't even play Montrez. Like, what, what are we doing? No. Like, Look, look, I'm I'm about business. We gotta put with the best people that's on the court, especially when we're trying to, you know, have our position until LeBron gets back. Uh why do you think he put Gasol in? Now listen, no one ever we love Frank. We're gonna give Frank his respect, but we're never gonna celebrate Frank's lineups. Uh, and I think we've learned that over the last few years. His lineups have been you know, it's just been absolutely tough. But I think there's a method to his madness. I didn't understand all his Rajon Rondo minutes last regular last season during the regular season, but it proved to pay off for us. So I think Laker fans, we just got to calm down and just trust our coach because he has led us to the promised land once before. I trust he'll do that again this year. Do we go back to Zen with like a, a <laughs> Phil Jackson and in, in Phil we trust? Because I was going to ask you, Allison, because um, <clears throat> I kind of like have that problem with Frank. Um, 
I see the greatness in him. I think he's an underrated coach. I, I think it's one of those uh, situations where people now are starting to recognize now with talent what he can really do. I mean, he took – he made Indiana a top defense. He made Orlando a top 10 defense. I mean, he does a lot of this stuff. Um, and now he had the Lakers still a, a top five defense in the league without AD and LeBron. So um, – but when it comes to his, like you said, his method of his madness, which I really believe is crazy like that. But when it comes to just if he actually gets this over the hump and say we do win the title this year. So I mean, I hate saying if, but, you know, I don't want to be one of those fans saying we're going to win a title. But if we win the title this you didn't, year, you didn't want to be a Knicks fan. I don't want to say that. I mean, you don't I want hate, to be I, a Knicks I, fan. I'm 45, man. I've seen a lot of losses and a lot of wins. So, I mean, I, I get it. But, you know, do you think he's actually going to get his due of being one of the top coaches defensive coaches in league history because of his body of work within designate that would also with two rings. As long as he's got purple and gold on, he will not get his proper due outside of uh Laker nation. And that's okay. He's going to okay. have things to keep him warm at night. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Man. So, so, so what does it take then as a Lakers coach to, uh, I mean, you're talking legendary status, Phil Jackson status, Pat Riley status in order to, uh, you know, I mean, and we also seen this with LeBron too. Like his coaches, even when deserved, those rare cases, his coaches have historically never really gotten proper credit. Um, and so, I, I don't know what it's going to take, but I know that Laker Nation is going to do a good job of making him feel appreciated. He's got an extension talk that's happening right now. Uh, we're going to reward him with that. And again, in the end, the rings will do the talking that uh, the pundits never will. Okay, yes. excellent, guys. I want to take a break real quick. We'll be right back. When we get back, I, I would like to continue this discussion because, you know, we're talking about Dallas right. just because two games. They're only two games back right. and two games back of six, yeah. which if we go to six right. and drop any further, it's, it's, it's the play. And so, right. so get, we'll get right back to that. Don't go anywhere. You're watching the profanity. If you're watching and listening to the profanity nation podcast, we will be right back. Jesse Brown with Keller Williams Realty, Keller Williams Realty of South Bay. Whether it's residential, commercial, buying, selling, or leasing, Jesse Brown does it all. 310-766-1660 or visit her online, www.jessebrown.kw.com. Jesse Brown, habla español. 310-766-1660. All right, all right. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. What's going on? Hold on. First of, first of all, Kelly, you know. Okay, Jesse that was Brown, the first time playing <laughs> Jesse Brown. Jesse's. Jesse Brown, thank you for sponsoring the show. We love you. It's amazing. I love his voice. Uh, I love his voice. I love you know, his voice. This voiceover voice. Um, I don't know about so much about that. I like it, man. Say, say it. Say it. Say it. Say habla español. Hey, it was Bichero. Habla español. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she, I was like, okay, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to try to fake it. That's how uh, I say it. So it's great. Okay. Oh, it, hey, it trans- yeah, it translation. <laughs> it translation. Hey, Jesse Brown speaks Spanish. Exactly. Now you understand. All right. All right. Allison, thank uh, you so much. Uh, thank you for joining us. Of course, we're here, the Profanity Nation podcast. We're here with Allison Carpenter, one of our guests. We have Money Mike, Stat Pat, and yours truly, Simsta. Um, okay, so just before we left, we were talking about the Lakers, and Lakers lost two in a row to Dallas, which is the team that's right just nipping on their rear end. Um, and, and you know, Dallas is currently in sixth spot. Now we know, uh, based on last year in the bubble, they changed the rules of the playoffs in 7, 8, 9, 10 is plays a uh, play-in. 
the Lakers are right there, especially with those two-game loss. Let's just sum it up for us, Allison, as you see it. Is there concern? Do we have concern? Anything to be concerned about? Let's I'm go. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. I don't even remember the two losses you're talking about. We got to look toward, uh, toward Monday, tomorrow. I'm here in Orlando now. We're going to wipe the floor with the Orlando Magic. We'll be okay. We've, uh, we're, we're working out our kinks. This is our practice in many cases. We're, you know, we've overcome so much adversity. We'll be okay. Um, we're not going to play in the play-in. We've got LeBron coming back soon. So I'm not worried at all. We, we just got to chill and trust the process to steal from our, our friends over in Philly. It's just the process. <laughs> Yeah, we got to trust the process for sure because, man, I mean, listen, I'm just trying to get 500 basketball, consistent 500 basketball, maybe, you know, 60%, and then we'll be able to, you know, I just don't want to have to worry about that because one game playoff, anything can happen. I just don't want to ever be put in that position. I don't see it. I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to close. We have a, an interesting schedule coming up. Uh, we've got D.C. We've got the Wizards on Wednesday. Um, I think we're going to win those two games. Uh, I know AD called a must win. Our guys know what they've got to do to be successful, and they're yeah. going to do it, so we can trust it. All right. Well, you know, I think your birthday is tomorrow, right? It is, yeah. Happy yeah. birthday. So, 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 you know, happy pre-birthday before your birthday. We need that win. Lakers going to get a win. Exactly. That's what we say. Exactly. And you're going to the game, right? I am. Yeah, I'm going to be in the uh, in the arena to boo the magic and cheer on our guys. That's right. So they're going to do it for you for sure. I want to ask you a question, um, Allison. Uh, when it comes to the – like we were talking about the lineups um, – uh, yesterday, I think we KCP did not play. We had um, 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 Ben McLemore was in his in his, um, but he was he was sniping. He was actually hitting the shots, yeah. which, which was one of those things where it's kind of weird because KCP hasn't been that consistent in that role and starting. Um, and I also like want to know from you: Do you think he's going to gain? Is he one of those things where he's going to gain minutes more in the playoffs? Or do you think that he's just one of like a higher gun? He'll be you know, inserted if needed, because I like KCP and what he brings on the defensive end. But if his shot isn't falling, right. his defense does outweigh his, you know, ineptitude on offense. It's not like a Caruso situation. It's more that if his shot is not falling, then he's pretty much useless, he's useless. On, on, on offense. So do you think uh, McLemore is going to get more, um, you know, some minutes? Then KCP, when it comes to the playoff, or are we just kind of like just having him at the end of the bench and then we'll wait? I think that uh, I think that our coach is a guy who responds to the moment, right? We've got such a, a deep roster that we he's like he's so interested in throwing different guys. He's willing to go deep into our roster, even in the playoffs. We saw that uh, to make things happen, and we're well constructed. Shout out to Robbie P because he's put together this dynamic roster where we can respond to wh- whether guys are in cold streaks, whether a, a lineup presents different uh, different challenges for us. So we're going to evaluate the moment, you know, as it comes to us. Uh, and I trust Frank to, Frank to make the right decision. However, I will say that there were moments last year where I'm like, certainly Danny Green won't get a lot of minutes this game. He's been terrible offensively. And that the moment never really came. Until <laughs> I think maybe that last Miami game, maybe, I, don't, I can't recall, but Danny Green never really saw a shortage of minutes, uh, even when he was clearly ice cold. So yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I think it was a combination of him being like ice cold and KCP actually hitting his shots in the playoffs that made KCP get that extension in the offseason. It was like, okay, well, dude, if you're making him like that, then I might as well give you like seventeen million. But um, <laughs> so it just um, one of those things, and and then also I do like Drummond, and I wanted to see, do you think it's going to be like he's going to be a part of the you know, the fourth quarter rotation, or do you think they're going to go play a lot of small ball 
And I mean, it's not really small when you have AD as your five, but I mean, he's quick enough that he's be able to hedge out on the three point line and then also recover to the basket. So it, it's kind of like he's playing a small role kind of role. Do you think it's going to be the same thing with Montrez uh, um, getting the minutes at the four and LeBron at the three, or are they going to just try to run coups in that situation as well? I mean, how do how you think they're going to go ahead and do that? So I think, again, it depends on the big that we're playing against, right? Like, if we've got Nikola Jokic, we want somebody who can play perimeter defense. I, I haven't seen enough of Drummond yet to uh, have that confidence in his perimeter D. We had Dwight Howard shut down Jokic, in my opinion, last year, and I didn't mm-hmm. think- be such a great perimeter threat for us um but i gotta tell you in the fourth quarter in the playoffs i want the guy with the highest basketball iq next to lebron james and for me that's marcus all i know he's not been the quickest on his feet and he always talks about he can't jump but if if the matchup allows it i want the guy who's the smartest guy on the court uh, who knows our system and who can respond well i want that guy on the court um trez is a great energy guy but i worry about him against those taller bigs um, and I don't want to. I don't want to have a defensive liability on the court as we close out games. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. So you like Marcus Saul in the position? I think that Marcus Saul, in a limited sample size, it's when you start trying to rely on him for like 25, 30 minutes that you're going to find yourself disappointed. But I think that Marcus made the right decision more times than not. He's a smart guy. He can move the ball. Um, and I, I think that in that limited sample size, depending on who he's guarding. I think he can be effective. Um, I just we got to see more of Drummond and AD together. We've gotten so little time to see it. Um, but what I can count on is a guy who has had playoff experience, who's battle tested. That's Marcus Saul. He's got more playoff experience than uh, our other available fives. And then one thing I got to mention: I don't want AD at the five more than we need him. So he's coming off an injury, and the guy has made it abundantly clear that he doesn't want to play the five. And mm-hmm. so I don't think putting him in a position that he doesn't want to be in, coming off this injury, is a smart move. We got to keep him at the four where he's playing against smaller guys. So, so what I'm hearing is we had playoff Rondo last year, so we're going to have playoff Gasol. Exactly. Listen, man, I, I'm hoping, man. God, please. Man, take it to the bank. I'm, I'm calling player. If, if he gets those minutes, I think he's really going to impress us. We've been in rooms with Toronto Raptor fans who've told us, like, chill out on our guy, Marcus Saw. He's going to he's gonna come up when you need him. He's going to come up big. I believe that, too. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a high IQ uh, basketball fan. Uh, I like players with high IQ. Um, they always find a way. Yep. And especially in the playoffs, when everything comes into adjustments and everything slows down, they find a way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, what, what do you think? let's think about the other side for a second. What do you, what, you think the Nets, with all their injuries, I mean, they got to be in first place, but do they? Do you think they're going to make it through with all with all these? You know, I think they've only played seven times uh, in, in all year, and doesn't look like they're ever they're not because Harden's gone. They, they have Harden out the you know out at least to the playoffs. Do you think the, the Nets are going to be the Lakers' opponent? Money, Mike, man. I try not to be that Laker fan who just operates in hubris and delusion. I try not to be that Laker fan. <laughs> I don't see it. Like, I know they've won a lot of games. They, you know, they're a high powered offense, but I don't see a team that poor defensively making it past some of the talent in the East. I don't see it. You add in the, the fact that James Harden is out indefinitely, he was the, the real switch for that offense that just made everything work. Um, and like I've seen the Clippers, like I, I mean, I'm not, I don't have to go back very far to see this blow up where you have a more talented on paper team just blow up because of all the things that went wrong. They don't have chemistry, they don't have uh, good injury management. Like there's just things that just blew up for the Clippers at the wrong time, and they met the wrong people in the playoffs. And uh, 
destroyed everything. And I think that Philly is those Denver Nuggets that uh, that beat the uh, that beat the Clippers last year. I don't think that um, I don't think we'll see Brooklyn in the finals, but I sure hope we do. I feel like uh, I'm one of the only ones who has uh, very little faith in first-year coach Steve Nash, not because I don't think he's capable, but because he's first-year coach Steve Nash. I I don't hear anybody saying first-year coach. Um, he's a first-year coach. Well, we've had we've had success with – I mean, LeBron has. LeBron has had success with some with Tyron Luke. He was able to win, uh, I think it was in his first year. Yeah, but Tyron was an assistant on the bench. Yeah. yeah. So he, he had benched uh, experience there. Yeah. No, I, I don't, uh, I just don't think it's, it, they don't have the pieces that you need to be a championship team at this point. And I think that like when they lose, people are going to say, well, of course we didn't expect them to win. It's just their first year together. And so I'm, getting, I'm just waiting for that part, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, recognize that this is not the ingredients to winning a championship. It's just a bunch of great offensive players, very entertaining, but uh, it won't result. Exactly. In a no, I'm not letting them off the hook like that. No, I can't because, you know, you know, that's the funny thing about it. But it's it's like we were just talking about it, like when it came to the injuries, you know, how they were saying the injuries happened. And and like, you know, um, now we got to worry about like the, the scheduling and how it's poor. But it wasn't it was when the Lakers <laughs> was getting hurt. Nobody was talking about the injuries like it was like this man, this man up like, you know, it's next person up. I know you got you know, you don't have AD and, you know, you don't have a LeBron, but you still got to win these games. And mm-hmm. we ain't worrying about the, the compressed schedule or anything like that. The minute Murray and, you know, Mitchell go down all of a sudden now we got to talk and we're talking, taking this to the Players Association. And we're trying to get, you know, <laughs> exactly. try to get a new CBA. Or, you know, I'm trying to like, what is going on here? But you know what it is. It's, you know what yeah, it is. It's, it's always been that way. And if you're a Laker fan, you just got to accept that. And you just got to just, you know, it's a compliment. It. It's yeah, a it compliment. Is. They changed the is. rules for the Lakers. They yeah. changed the rules for Kareem. They changed the rules for this. It's a compliment. Yeah. That's how you got to look at it. It is. Okay. Thank you, Allison. Stick with us. We're going to take one more break really quick because you know what? Our sponsors really, really support us and we love our sponsors and Mike is super excited. So we're going to go ahead and take a break really quick. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Profanity Nation podcast, voice of the professional fan. Thank you. Be sure to visit the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center for all your 420 needs. They have everything from baby jeeters to stizzy cartridges, fuzzies, pre-rolls, great deals on eighths, raw garden diamonds. They have your gear. They have Papa and Barkley relief patches. After a hard workout, you need those CBDs. You know that. They have plenty of edibles to choose from. Be sure to hit up the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. Wait, 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 wait. Somebody, they're laughing at all somebody, they're gonna, oh. somebody had too much time on their hands. Oh. We got to give them something to do. Bro. This guy that went and changed all the commercials. I mean, and, 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 and the voices. The voices. I mean, what about the music, though? Man, too. I the mean, music. What, what kind of, what, I, you, you're trying to be sexy. No, no, we're shooting. We're shooting, bro. My night voice. All, all the, all the CBD <laughs> We have stizzies. Yeah. Like, come on, CBD man. CBD patches, everything. Oh, no, the best is yet to come. Hey, <laughs> Allison, Allison, do you like that? Uh, what do you think about that commercial? Lord. Listen, thank shout out to the sponsors. We appreciate their support. <laughs> no oh my gosh. I love it. And that cannot be your out of bounds. Oh uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that cannot be your out of bounds. Just, you're out of bounds. <laughs> I am out of bounds, exactly. Okay, so some news came out. We've talked about the Lakers, you kind of hit that, but some news came out um this week. Uh we'll say some um women 
news, but uh, either way, it just is news. Vanessa Bryant has taken the lead and claimed many trademarks, but she is now uh, regaining control from Nike for the Kobe and the Mamba name. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's brilliant. I think it's beautiful. I think it's exactly what she should have done. I'd love to get your first impression on that, Allison, please. Yeah, just uh, just to kick things off, man, what Vanessa has done um, as you know, they've dealt with this unbelievable tragedy. Everything that she's done has just been marked by grace um, and just like resilience. And I think that Kobe, I know Kobe has to just be so proud of all the right moves that she's made um, in this unbelievable situation. I'm just really excited, though, to see where she takes the Mamba brand. I'm uh, disappointed in Nike. Uh, just, this has been a rough few months for them. You know, they lost Simone Biles this past week. They previously lost Roger Federer. Like, they've just made some missteps, and I hope that this is like a moment of reckoning for them um, as they evaluate their business model and how fan-friendly it is. Um, to know that she's stepping away because they did not make Kobe products available to fans, uh, to fans who can't afford this crazy resale market. That's just so in line with like what Kobe stands for. And I'm just so proud of the Bryant family for holding, upholding those values. Um, it's, yeah, just really proud and appreciative of that. Looking out for us fans. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the biggest turnoff was when the executive in second executive in charge, um, her son was was reselling, had a whole resale yeah. site, and her mom didn't know anything about it, which you number one, you can't believe yeah. <laughs> there's no way. I mean, you know, that that she didn't know what oh, he just happened to have a shoe business. That's exactly. like my daughter happened to have a podcast yes. and I know nothing about her podcasting. Like, yeah. come on now. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> right? happen. Yeah, and, and and second of all, like, you know, I, I love that she is, you know, like you said, just taking taking her ownership away and trying to make everything available for you know for the people. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's something that you know. Number one, you got to remember Stephon Marbury. Yep. You know, yep. he he, yep. Was he made his shoes affordable. He, you know, he, he he created a whole store, and he had the strawberries, and he yep. made them twenty dollars, and he did it. He did it where they were available for the hood over in New York. Well, and then, yeah. go ahead. No, yeah, as a kid, you know, we couldn't afford those two hundred dollars sneakers. I remember being a, in Stephen Barry's purchasing those shoes, and felt really proud to be able to rock some, you know some signature shoes from a star player at an affordable price, you know, not having to worry about my mom going crazy trying to afford Jordans or the most expensive shoes. So I love where the direction that Vanessa's heading in. And I just can't wait to see what this looks like long-term. Yeah. And you know, and she did, it's so dope, man. I mean, you see all the trademarks. I mean, she got the two, she got 24, she got KB 24, KB eight. I mean, uh, the letter M, I mean, it's like 15 of them. It's like every company, Mama Sita, Mama Sita too. Like it's, it's, it's a full list. You guys. She's covering her bases. Yeah. So anything you think of, she has all the main ones. So it's dope. Even the symbol. Yeah, the only, the, yeah, I would yeah. think about the samurai similar. Yeah, and that's the only thing that is fifty percent uh, Nike, and uh, so it was created by yeah, yeah, it was created by Nike. So that's the only thing that's fifty percent, but everything else is all you know under the Kobe ink. So I think that's really dope, and I you know we have to say kudos to Kobe because you know uh, uh, main reason why is like you know you never really saw Vanessa in the limelight, but you know you know Kobe had was at home and. And talking to her and explaining, you know, business and how things were going to work and what his vision was. Because that's the only way that she's able to execute it because he gave her the game plan and you just see it um, executing, you know, you know, marvelously. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to ask um, um, you, Allison, when it comes to um, 
why do we didn't think that um, the Nike um, gave uh, Kobe the um, like the lifetime um, shoe deal? Um, I, I know when people are, when people uh, before before anybody get crazy. I know he died, so don't tell me oh his lifetime and ended it. I'm talking about the eternity, the forever deal, the one that everyone that we know that's a big star on Nike is getting. Why did they not bring that to Kobe? Um, because I remember before, like long time ago, if people remember the Air Hirachis was Kobe's shoe that he was going to come out with that blew up everything. But he got, you know, in the, the, the trial. Right. And then what happened is they just used that as the signature shoe for the Olympics that year. But that shoe was going to kill everything because I don't remember everybody was wearing the Hirachis. But when I was just thinking, why did it, it end? Why did we they didn't have the foresight to put that much faith in, faith in Kobe Bryant that they do with all their other athletes? Like you said before, Federer didn't have it. Like what? What? Like you said, what are they doing here? And like you said, they're in their in their business model where they're not appreciating the assets that they do have, and they're pretty much thinking they're disposable. I mean, I think you just said the right words. You know, I, you know, I, I love Nike and I just wish that I would hope that they figure this out. We've seen this. I'm a huge WNBA fan. I'm a huge fan of women's sports as well. And we've really seen this also with women athletes who have left because of like poor treatment with like maternity leave um, and who just feel like unsupported by the, by the brand. Um, but we just hope that Nike figures this out because I think it'll inspire one other uh, brands to figure this out. Um, but as for Kobe, I can't believe we're talking about a lifetime deal now. This should have been wrapped up before he even retired. Um, I can't. I can't imagine what led them to make such a a, a costly and just um, a, just a ridiculous mistake here. Um, but I think honestly, Mamba being independent feels something about that feels right. It's dope. Something it, about it, it feels dope. right. right? Yeah, it like, I don't know. Like I, I kind of I, I think that Kobe in some ways is just like just bigger than any bigger than any brand. And like what he stands for kind of supersedes any of the major retailers. And so something about this kind of feels uh, right. Um, so I'm excited to see what happens with the Mamba brand and how Vanessa executes it. But I think this is kind of meant to be, although I am disappointed with how Nike's handling their business these days. They seem to be dropping Thank a bit. You. So for the record, Nike, I believe, are still going to release two more shoes. Yeah. They already shows. have on the lines. Yeah. So, you know, they did have that. At least they agreed to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, but but you know what let me just say one more thing to that so they agreed to the shoe is nike gonna make it a limited release or they're gonna make it available to everybody it's up to them you know because see this to me is a more telling on nike if they do the yeah. same thing after they lost them i mean no no loss you know the they're gonna shoes. double down why wouldn't they double down it's been their strategy the whole time they're changing now it's too late there's about to be a bunch of broken hearts including me on that on that sneakers app Two more times. <laughs> Two more times. Man. Okay, so that's the worst thing ever, though. I can't stand that. I mean, that app, yeah, right? yeah. You you go in there and you slit your size and everything. I'm like you're in line. I'm like, okay, it, cool. It, I'm in line. And then you know, boom, they're out. like, sorry, so that with me. I'm in line. Like, you let me in the store. Like I'm, I, I have them in my hand. Where did they go? You put me in line. Why'd you put me in line? I pre celebrated. Like, I thought that I had some that I, I didn't. I'm like, come on, man. Uh -huh. You learned your yeah. lesson quick. I mean, y'all put me in. Why'd you put me in line? You got them in my hand. They in my hand. Because I'm thinking I'm really in the line, right? Yeah. I think I'm really in line, right? That's, that's the feeling. You're in line hoping that nobody else gets it. <laughs> the credit card goes I, back. I was so mad because I wanted to go get the Beethoven's, right? So I woke up, you know, it's, it's, these are releases on East Coast. So I woke up at like 4 a.m. in the morning, you know, like, 
or three, I think it was. And I'm in, I'm in line. And I was so mad when it said sold out. I went to go to the Nike ID and I made some just like <laughs> the Beethoven's. And what pissed me off were they were extra $70 because it was a Nike ID. Yeah, exactly. And they took an extra three months to, be, to come. I was like, you killing me. Okay, so they're playing games. Yeah. So you custom was, made them and they got the extra money. <laughs> I was mad. And, it's, and look, look, and they're not even Beethoven's. They're Nike IDs. But the matter was, I was, so pissed, I was so pissed off. I was like, no, I'm getting these shoes no matter what. You, you ate a pink Wonder Bread burger. Man, for real. <laughs> you made yourself a pink Wonder Bread burger just like McDonald's with green peppers in it. Am I the, I'm, the only guy, I'm, I'm the only guy crazy enough to do something like that. <laughs> Have you ever thought about making your Nike IDs? Yeah, after you got, got to copy on. an actual to, shoe to that's out there. Shoe. I have tried. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I have tried. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, so love I love the honesty. I love the honesty. All right. So, so speaking of honest, we're gonna go ahead and segue right here, guys. Uh, speaking of honest, uh, Genie Bus. I know. About I know. It. Scott Pat is ready for this, guys. Oh, Let's God. talk about um, it. Okay. So Genie Bus was on all the smoke. Of course, with Matt Barnes and our boy Stack, um, and uh, she listed. I think she was on Ohio there. Okay, Dude. yeah. Well, you know that is the <laughs> that is the show. Ohio, something that oh. could be. Uh, oh. She listed the five most important players for the Lakers. Uh, one of those happened to be a coach, Phil Jackson, well, that she dated for seventeen years. Uh, that won us three titles, but um, actually, excuse five. me, five titles. Um, Allison, please, you're the guest. Where do, where uh, we love Jeannie. First, let's start. Do we, we know the? Do, like, do you know? Do you know the list? We know, we know the list, right? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and read the list if you got the list. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I know it's like Shaq. Oh, oh, no, no, Shaq wasn't on there. Shaq oh, was on there. Okay, that's the problem. That's oh, that's, that was number five. No, it was. We have we have Kobe. We got Magic. We got Kareem. We got Phil and, and LeBron. And, and then we got LeBron. LeBron. So. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and give the floor. Yeah, I'm, let, I ladies first. I, I can't. I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead, Alan. You go ahead and let me know. I'm gonna see what you go ahead and blow up before I go ahead and clean them up. After that, go ahead. Okay. Okay. You po- let me say you podcast guys are tough. They put my girl Jeannie in a tough spot with that question. Um, I feel like no matter which five Lakers she would have answered with, we would have had this conversation. Uh, so that's the first thing they put her in. A I, I can agree with that. And like she didn't just list off, but she was really struggling. Like, okay, like, okay, no, he's number one, or actually, no, not number one. So Jeannie struggled with it. But I will say this: I think it's human nature to try to rank and quantify things. But I often tell my Laker fans, we don't have to do that. Like, how many other franchises can play around with the term generational talent as loosely as we do? Because we've had just that amount of that that number of generational talents. True I, that. We just got to appreciate what we have, which is so unique, which is decades long of prosperity and greatness and guys wanting to bring their talents to L.A. and just draft and right, pick and right. We just got to appreciate that for what it is and let the loser franchises who don't even have five names to cobble together. Let those guys go come up with their list. We don't need to do this. Um, but I do understand her rationale for like four of the five. Um, like I know people were upset with LeBron being on the list. She was talking about like, you know, she's that's the first championship she she wins as the as the controlling uh, governor of the team. So LeBron coming after that drought meant something to her. And like what he's 
managed during the time with COVID and, and Kobe's uh, tragedy and like everything like that was significant to her. They didn't ask who the best were. They said most important. And so there's a different way that we can uh, analyze it and go back and forth. But ultimately, we don't got to do it anymore at all. Let, we just appreciate guys for what they brought to our franchise, um, which I don't think can be quantified or ranked. It's just all leads to number 18, which we're going to get this year. Yeah, so, you so know, she's not giving us a top five. No, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> that was going to be my question. I was gonna, I was, it's, it's exactly what she's, I was just going to say. Savvy. So, Allison, what's your top five? Savvy. Savvy. You see that? Savvy. Wait, no, that was a great answer, though. That's why we have you on the show. Savvy, I'm right there. That was a great answer. I'm going to put my foot in it right now. So, um, so, so this. Here we go. So, basically, look, I'm going to just preface this now saying that the nerve of me to even question the the, the owner of a franchise about her top five. I mean, I'm going to just how go ahead. How dare you? How dare I? The, the, the <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead. It's going to be go ahead and say, but I digress right now. What I'm going to say is, <laughs> first of all, Phil Jackson ain't got no business on that list. I don't care what nobody say. Well, Phil Jackson should be on the list. And I understand why he's on there. And not because of the fact that he dated her. But I'm just saying, look, man, you don't have my boy Shaq on there. You don't have my boy Jerry West on there. I don't know his her daddy and he had beef. I get that. But we're talking about the logo here. Don't play games and don't pretend like he's not an influential player. And Elder Baylor is not on there. Look, I get that. That's the way he's Minnesota, part L.A. I mean, I get all that. But when you don't have Shaq on there, when you don't have Kareem, I mean, you have Kareem, you got Magic, you got Kobe. Those are easy. Anybody that knows the Lakers are going to go. But you don't have Shaq on there, which is very influential. He do got a, 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 a statue out there in front, right? Yes. Does. Shaq does got a yeah. statue, right? Yes. Jerry West got a statue, right? Yes. These people got these are part of the Laker franchise that we're saying that is influential of the totality of the history, not just the last five years or four years. And I get it, her rationale for LeBron. But LeBron ain't been here long enough and putting up championships on the board <laughs> to be that important over guys that have been doing a sweat and tear over decades for that. So look, like I said, I'm just me. <laughs> and look, and I, she's the owner. But come on, man. Like you said, man, there was some contact high. There was something going on with that because I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe, like, look, I'm maybe, am I out of bounds? Because, look, <laughs> no, I, no, yeah, like, no, I really no, don't no, get that no, list no, right now, dude. No, seriously. No, no, I mean, look, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, I think, and I was trying to really understand the list or, uh, or understand her perspective, you know, because, you know, you have to look at when they took over the team, like Jerry Buss. They took it over exactly. in 79, right? So, you know, I, I could get her ignoring Jay West because, you know. Okay, he, so he hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, So the time that you're on. saying, look, look, I'm just saying right now. The, pre, the when you saying, I, I, I'm just, I'm trying. He's to play the GM. I'm playing. He's still the GM. I'm playing. Okay, wait. I'm just go ahead. I'm with I'm with leaving Jerry West off if there had to be a list. And and don't forget, like we're like less than a year removed from hearing all those negative things Jerry West had to say about the Lakers. I mean, you got to think that she's the person that has to answer this question. It's Jeannie. See, I think she she answered the question politically. She answered it the way she had to answer it. The the obvious, the magic, the Kareem, the Kobe, LeBron. If she doesn't give it, she's got to she's got to support her boy right now, who's on the team, who is one of the greatest NBA players. And then the Phil one, I don't get because okay, if she does play, because if she exactly if she doesn't name Phil, she's not dissing him yeah. because they asked players. So why she put Phil in there is is the question. But and, and look, and I have to say this, and look, I, I have a new affinity for LeBron, especially because of Allison. So and you know, so I'm no hate hate right here. I 
I hate to say this. I'm not. I'm not considering LeBron as a Laker yet. That's cool. uh, um, just as a Laker, you know, you know, when you think of him, I still think of him as being a calf. He's on a Laker team, obviously, and he's won a championship and hoping to win another two and three. But I still see him like, like right now, if he retired, Cleveland Cavaliers are retiring his jersey, not like. Oh, Lakers, Lakers are retiring as well. Jersey, come on now, Lakers are retiring jersey. I'd say, I, I said, I said, no, go ahead, go ahead. Here's what I say though. For the, the Laker fans who are not quite sold yet, I just say take a breath and give my guy time to author his chapter in the Laker history book, right? He's going to do it. Like, he's going to do it with grit, determination, passion, and most importantly, what matters to Laker fans, rings. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like, he's got one. He's got more coming. So we don't need to write that book today. So I'm okay if you want to leave LeBron off your top five Laker list or your top five most important Laker list, but he'll be on it in the end. I can promise you that much. I okay, and, I, and, and I roll with that. I, I've said... On the show, he got to give me at least two rings, right? Well, it was two, three, four, and eventually yeah. it was five. Yeah, and I, and I always and <laughs> well, uh, actually, yeah, and Allison, I also said because um, because I was one of those, I was one of those uh, people that really was uh, trying to protect Kobe's legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, when it came to the Kobe Lebron, you know, um, debate. However, when I mean, also when GP and Carl Malone came on the team, I kind of like put all that to the side and was a Carl Malone fan. I'm to this day saying that if Carl Malone wouldn't have got hurt, we would have beat the you know the Detroit Pistons. I'm like, like I'm still like giving him his props even to this day, even though I know he had like a decade of terrorizing the Lakers. But when it comes to you know LeBron, I keep telling people like if LeBron actually wins two more championships and he actually like say if he wins three out of four years or even if he mess around in three peats like say if that then it's going to be a it's going to be a hard conversation for people to keep him out of not just the greatest you know one of the like a, a nice. laker but one of the greatest ever that played a game if he does win a three peat with the lakers it's going to be hard for people to get that because it's going to i'm saying it's going to be a hard conversation and picture, I'm this. Really have it. picture this lebron's got several records he's about to break he broke a lot last year uh, he's going to break some of the most important records of his career in a Lakers uniform. Laker fans can act tough if they want to, but they're going to get sentimental when they realize this guy becomes the leader in scoring, the leader in all, across these categories, and he's doing that in purple and gold, and that's by choice. Like, you're not going to be able to ignore that this guy is making NBA history, and he didn't do it with his hometown team. He's doing it in a Laker jersey. That's going to mean something to even the toughest anti-LeBron Laker fan. See, Mike, I, I I'm rocking with that. <laughs> I was there when he when he passed Jordan. Yeah. I was at the Staples Center. I didn't know he was that close. Your eyes, you got a little water in your eyes too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that because I was like, oh, I didn't even know that this is the game. I just happened to be at that game and they stopped everything and still announced it. Awesome. I was like, oh. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, great stuff, Allison. Okay, everybody, thank you. We're going to be right back one more time. When we get back, we're going to open up to some Q and A on Clubhouse right, if we right. can, and then of course we have our favorite segment, Money Mike's Out of Bounds. So hey. please don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the Profanity Nation, voice of the professional the fan. Profanity. If anybody wants something to say to uh, Allison, go ahead and blink your mic. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt.
I don't know. I okay, thought wait, that wait, was wait, beautiful. Wait, wait, wait. I wait. thought that was no, awesome. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm going to cl- <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to Clubhouse right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh I'm hey. about to play it again. No, 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 no. They no. want to win an award. Hey, hey. Oh, my you goodness. Had, you, you had too much time on, on your hands right. this week. Hey, Crispy, I don't know if you bleached your mic or not, but you, you're you running the Lakers fan club. What do you think about that? Can we change that, please? Uh, Christian up there. I'm I'm here. Oh, what was the question? I'm sorry, man. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Um, our promo, our promo for the Lakers fan. Yeah, I heard the promo. You say you want to change it, right? It's beautiful. <laughs> no, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I'm asking your opinion. Did you hear it with the music? I mean, all right, all right. One more time. <laughs> oh, One yeah. more time. We, we heard this. it. Okay, how was it? it how was right, it? What do you think about it? I thought it was pretty good. It was Woo! it was nice and clear on our end, so um, it sounds pretty good. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Over Clarity. There. That's that um, was he's, he's so polite. He's so polite. Okay, Allison. Wait, 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 Allison. Did you hear it? I heard it, and then I saw the little firework thing that went. I love that. Love oh. this. Okay, well, so we're keeping this, I guess. Apparently. I oh, love it. Oh, we, oh got to keep okay, it. Oh, we keep I love it. it. I love it. And wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. I got to ask my girl. I got to ask my girl. My girl. Gotcha. My girl, Rue. Rue. Okay. Rue. Rue, I, actually, I, I, I want to hear Rue. what Shay says, too. Yeah, okay. So, Rue, what do you think about this? Um, I think it was great. I love it. The only thing that um, I have to say is we actually are at 6K and growing. There so, it is. You know I will okay. update that. That's how... That's how fast we're growing. So you might have to update that every every week. Week. <laughs> I will absolutely. I look forward to doing it. I win. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. No, it's, it's Shay. It's Shay, staying. my girl, Shay here. Shay, did you like that? I loved it. Loved it. Thank you so much, okay. guys, for always like being with us. I appreciate you sponsoring our club. I have. So you, right. so well, you know, I guess I guess we're keeping the theme song. Yeah, because you see, see, see what Mike was trying to gain gain with some people because he obviously don't like it. He thinks so. <laughs> so, so he so he was trying to get somebody on his side, and nobody came on his side. Bit. No, so guess what? Right. It stays. No, so, so look, it's it good. stays. I'm happy though because everybody's in a very agreeable mood, so they yeah, love my, they'll, they'll love my out of bounds. All right, okay, perfect. so we got to go okay. back to so that. Does, does anybody does anybody have anything for Allison? Any questions? Can Any Allison, your mic. All right, go ahead, Crispy. Um, my question is pretty much um consistent with every week what I ask the guests that come on to you guys show. Allison, um I just hired you as my my vice president of my team. I need you to build me a starting five all time. Who you got? Oh man, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh LeBron. We know we all knew I was starting there. Um Magic, want magic at the point guard. It's okay, don't worry about it. I know it's hard, but you gotta do it. Kobe, you gotta do it. You know what you gotta do. I know, (laughs) but you know what you gotta do. You gotta do it. I'm I'm gonna go. uh, I'm gonna go Kobe. Yes, I'm gonna go Kobe because I don't want I don't want my shooting guard punching his teammates during practice. So I gotta leave MJ off. I want silence at practice. <laughs> Let's see. With the fourth spot. This is just about to be an all Laker team, man. I'm hey, gonna- hey, hey, let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with A D. I was thinking Tim Duncan, but uh I want some uh I want some consistent three point shooting. It's the new era. And a little bit of personality, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We're going to go with the brow there. And then the center position. This is tough. Yeah. Yep, this is the Laker team. <laughs> All Lakers. Okay. We want we want that. I didn't realize how much I love the Lakers until I just had to do that list. Okay. Hey, thank that's you. A beast, that's the BC starting five. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Good job. We win win every game. Yeah. Good job. Well, you can't go wrong, you know, being that we're the official podcast of the Los yeah. Angeles Lakers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nice list. With the new, with the new commercial. It, it goes with a few new right. commercials, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Anybody else? Anybody, in anybody there? else? Anybody just blink your mic right quick? I'll get you. All right, Miss Shay. I just wanted to say that, Allison, you're amazing. You have done so many great things. And I'm so happy and honored to meet you. And you've done so many wonderful things for your community. Will you tell me about your organization, the Joyce Ivy Foundation, a little bit? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when I was 16 years old, a kid from Cleveland, not really sure about college um, and how I was going to get there. An organization gave me a scholarship to go study at Harvard for a summer. Um, and that foundation was the Joyce Ivy Foundation. Um, and so I was able to study at Harvard, uh, really get an idea of what I wanted to do with my future. That led me to Howard. Um, but today I serve on the board for that foundation. We've sent more than 800 girls from the Midwest to Ivy League schools and elite colleges. Yeah. We've Absolutely. New scholars this year. So uh, 50 or 60 new scholars this year. So I'm really proud of the work that we're doing there. So if you guys know girls from the Midwest, high school girls from the Midwest, who want a, a chance at college, uh, definitely hit me up on social media or visit JoyceIvyFoundation.org. Thank you, Shay, for uh, giving me a chance to plug that. I appreciate that. That is beautiful. You know, that actually brings something. Thank you so much, Allison. You know, we love you. I love you too, Shay. Shay's awesome. Uh, you know, that brings up a uh, question that I had. You know, you you, you keep very busy. Um, you're very active both politically and in the community. Um, you're obviously a big sports fan, but what is your goal? What, what are you looking to achieve? What is your immediate goals right now? What are you looking to get to? Yeah. So, you know, I've been in D.C. since college and um, had a, a stint in local office when I, I ran for office when I was 17. And in that time, I like fell in love with housing policy and just trying to figure out how we can keep our community safe and people happy, no matter how much money they make or like where they live. And so now I've uh, after a stint in government, I've been working in real estate development, working on affordable housing. And so my goal is to build as many affordable housing units for as many people across uh, across our communities. Right now, I'm in the DMV building affordable housing. And I'm um, just trying to figure out how we reimagine how affordable housing for the lowest income people in our communities. So that's where my head is at. Um, and I'm just really excited about where my career is going to take me um, in, in that field. Do you ever look beyond? That I, man, what's more important than where you lay your head? You know, yep. like what's more important than that? You know, I've done the whole political thing. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm realizing like what really matters is community. Right. And like in this last year, this pandemic has really shown us how important like our space is and how we got to protect that space. And so I think it's like the honor of the world to be a developer. I know they have like a nasty reputation of being like, you know, just money hungry people. And so I'm really excited to flip that script and just kind of really focus on how we build the most important thing in people's like, you know, it's one of the most important needs. So um that it doesn't get any bigger than that for me. I'm I'm excited to see where it takes me though. That's huge. Look, I'm just, I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. In about 10, 15 years, mm -hmm. I'm voting for you for president. Yeah, you'll be there someday. Oh, you're, wow. that, you're that amazing. Uh, well, I appreciate that the comment. I'm flattered. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say that, you know, like I'm so impressed. Um, 
just because of this, what, how well-rounded she is, and and you know, and the fact that I have every confidence that you're gonna be, you don't do great oh. things. I mean, you, oh, she's you, needed. You, you control this 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 space that you're in right now flawlessly, and I think that whenever room, whatever arena you're gonna be in, you're gonna be you're gonna do great things. Very is, successful. I am very you know happy to be even met you for this little time. But no, this is just there's no no cap, but as the kids say, no cap. But no <laughs> but uh, no but uh, yes. Definitely appreciate you uh, sharing your time with us today. Oh, thank you all so much. It's the best podcast in sports. I appreciate y'all. Love it. Thank you. Say it again. Ooh, one more time. You in the back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Now, now this, this is a very important time because we've given you some roses. We've talked highly of you, but this is the time when you really need to let Money Mike know whether he is out of bounds or not. This is a segment that we do every... This needs a jingle, man. We, <laughs> we do, right? Yeah, yeah. Can we get well, I, on this? Do you want me to make it? Out of bounds. <laughs> uh, don't, don't mess around. Well, remember the one I made for Stat with the guitars? Oh, yeah, Stomp Stat. Stomp Stat. Exactly. Don't, don't right. tempt me. All right, let's go. Money Mike's out of bounds. Hit it. Hey, so you know, you know, I, I, I was going through a whole lot of things, and I, I and I thought about this because um, Allison was on the show. So um, you know, we talked about Steph, we talked about Steph Curry at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and about how he was just coming out, just 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 killing the game, mm-hmm. just, right? But this dude broke, you know, Kobe's record had had he had um what eleven straight uh, thirty point games in a row. Broke Kobe's record. He's just really been like balling. I understand that the team is, you know, at playing at a 500 pace. But look, am I out of bounds? Because he, I don't, you know, I feel like Kobe got robbed when he was doing this. Am I out of bounds for saying that Steph Curry should be the MVP, you know, based on what he's been doing and how he's been playing? Allison, go ahead. Absolutely out of bounds. But I, I feel you. I, I get the urge to make Steph Curry, to put him in that conversation. But what's different than what James Harden did with that unbelievable scoring season where and we gave it to Giannis? Like, what's different there? And I think it was pretty – everyone's on the same page. Like, Giannis deserved it. His team was performing well, and he was leading the league. I don't think that Steph they're, – they're not even in playoffs right now. I think they're in the play-in. Like, no. Nah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I just yeah, I just but, put up a strike three. <laughs> he struck yeah, out tonight. Yeah, no, we gotta. We can't. We can't do that. I mean, just the people that we've counted out. Like, no one's even set anybody off of the number one ranked team in the Western Conference, right? Like, we we work really hard to not give guys their flowers. We cannot conversely work really hard to give a guy who's not even in the playoff ranking right now um, his flowers. But I love Steph, greatest scorer, greatest shooter of all time. But nah. Yes. And I'm going to piggyback of her because what we're not going to do is give people MVPs like that. And and like you said, not give it to Kobe, especially when you see that Nash wouldn't when, when, how much how many points? 15 that? points. Again. 15 points, 11, 11 right. assists. Anyone and we, we all feel that. That's what I said. We all and we're feel like, like but yeah, but I'm saying with that, keep that same energy. Like, I mean, seriously, like, just do, we're not so, going to so, give him the MVP. So if you feel that it was robbed and that should have been corrected, isn't it our job to correct it nah, now? No, we're going to keep – we're not going to move the goalpost. We're going to keep it the same, and he's just going to have to have a great season with no MVP. Out of bounds at Clubhouse. Let's see what they say. Okay. Hey, Dr. Randy, man, am I out of bounds? Do you think Curry should win the MVP? Is Dr. Randy there? Okay, how about Jamal? Um, I don't think you're out of bounds. Thank you. Because, yes. I mean, 
when Kobe didn't win the MVP in 06 and he averaged 43 points for the month of January and he had Kwame Brown as a starting center and they gave it to Steve Nash when he carried that team to a seventh seed, I don't think you had a vote. But I think a lot of people are factoring in winning because that's what they said with Phoenix. Oh, they got the number one record even though they kept getting bounced out by uh, the Spurs and I think Mavs too, but um, I don't think you're out of bounds, bro, because I agree with that. I think Steph Curry is the reason that the Warriors are even 30 and 30. I mean, if Steph wasn't playing this, uh, this way, what would they be? I agree. Well, we saw that there, last year. Right? There, does, like there does seem to be an unspoken, though, that you have to be a playoff team to win it's, MVP. It's right, hey, you know, I'm a, I know who with the holler at. He, I know who's going to have my back. Y'all ready? Yeah. Samurai. All right. Samurai, I know you got my back, right? You know, I mean, Samurai not there. Oh. Going once. Yeah. Going once. Yeah, no backs for you. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, Rue, you know, I, I, He's I always show you He's love. He's desperate now. <laughs> He's just going down just the like list. You. He's just, you. He wishes you were there, hey, Allison. Call her. Call her. Call her. Right. call her. Hey, Rue, are you there? Am I out of bounds for saying Steph Curry should be MVP? Yes, you're out of bounds. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you you're out of bounds. I mean, if you consider people up in arms, uh, when Russ started, um, people were up in arms, and LeBron didn't win it in Cleveland when he's dragging um, a bad team. Like, we're not going to make exceptions, like you're saying, Kobe as well. Like, I love what he's doing, but like you said, you have to be at least, for me, top four to win the MVP. Top That's- four. Allison agrees with that appearance. All right. Absolutely. Great. I'm going to try again next week. Beautiful. All right. So you is out of bounds. Thank I am you. Out of bounds this week. Thank you. Everybody on Clubhouse, thank you as always. We love getting your Q&A and your information and your uh, opinions. Allison, my goodness, thank you so much. You've been so great. Thank you for sharing so much with us. Will you please let all of our listeners know how they can keep up with you because you have a lot to share. So please. Absolutely. First and foremost, follow our club on Lakers, uh, Lakers fan club uh, on Clubhouse and also on Twitter and Instagram. I think it's Lakers Nation CH. So follow us there. We have uh, game nights. We uh, host rooms. Shout out to Crispy and the team. Um, that's most important. You want to get me on social media. I'm Allison Carpenter, A-L-L-Y-S-N Carpenter uh, on Twitter and Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N Carpenter on Instagram. But yeah, thank you guys. It's been my pleasure. I appreciate you, Money Mike, always being in our room. Thank you all. Uh, yeah, keep it up. Best podcast sports. Thank, thank you. you so much, Allison. Hey, so you're going to get a shirt because, you know, you can't Absolutely. win. You can't win because you're part of the board. But uh, as a guest, but as a shirt. guest, you get a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's just let me know which one you want. I, I know it'll be it's gonna be. A, I'm gonna give you a Laker one for sure, but I'm also gonna give you a statement shirt. shirt. Probably hard of a talent, huh? You probably want hard of a talent. Yeah, and no, I'm with that. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> That's my favorite too, by the way. Thank yeah. you so much, Allison. Right. Thank right. you for joining us. We really appreciate it, guys. Allison's outstanding. We knew. Man, I we love knew it. She came yeah. with the heat tonight. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She brought it. We knew she would. So uh, that was just awesome. She's great. Uh, everybody, thank you for joining us this show. This was great. Uh, on behalf of myself, Simsta, Money Mike, Stat Pat, the Profanity Nation Podcast, Clubhouse. Los Angeles Lakers Fan Club on Clubhouse, Samurai, 
Crispy, Shay, Rue, Doctor, everybody in there. Uh, we really Jamal, do love you guys. Jamal's Jamal the only one. The only one. Hey, big shout out to Jamal. <laughs> yeah, Jamal. Shout out to the people that talk to him. Jamal, yeah, yeah, Jamal yeah. talked, exactly. <laughs> Once again, hey, everybody, please uh, support our sponsors because they make this all possible. Jesse Brown, uh, Pure Life, and of course, now uh, we are the sponsor and the official podcast, as we said, for the Los Angeles Lakers fan club. Ooh, so please ooh. join us there and download TGN. The Good News Radio app. That yes. is where you can listen to us live. If you don't happen to be on Clubhouse or you don't happen to have a Apple phone right now, you can't be on Clubhouse. So if that's the case, you can get onto it on TGN, the Good News Sports Radio app. And we are on there live. Thank you. We're here every Sunday, 8.30 p.m. Text Lakers to 22828. See ya. Peace. Peace. Jesse Brown with Keller Williams Realty. Keller Williams Realty of South Bay. Whether it's residential, commercial, buying, selling, or leasing, Jesse Brown does it all. 310-766-1660 or visit her online, www.jessebrown.kw.com. Jesse Brown, habla español. 310-766-1660. Be sure to visit the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center for all your 420 needs. They have everything from baby jeeters to stizzy cartridges, fuzzies, pre-rolls, great deals on eighths, raw garden diamonds. They have your gear. They have Papa and Barkley relief patches. After a hard workout, you need those CBDs. You know that. They have plenty of edibles to choose from. Be sure to hit up the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt.